Hello and welcome to the Conjecturing, a horror-ish podcast. With me we got Laura. Hello. Greg. Hello. And I'm your host, Rob. How's everybody doing? It's been a long uh, process so far to even get this far. We've had technical difficulties. Uh, two of uh, uh, two of the people here have been drinking. Uh, I haven't. I've just been tech issuing. So we're all finally drinking now. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you're peeing. So, <laughs> so uh, let's let's do uh, let's do everybody's favorite segment already. Uh, what's in the cups tonight? Laura, what are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking a Taps Brewery uh, Juicy Lou Hazy IPA. Okay, nice. For now. Greg, what are you drinking? I've got wine in my cup. <laughs> I've got wine in my cup. You're drinking wine? Yeah, you gotta tell me what it is. I don't know what it is. Oh, oh I, I thought you were drinking something else. I it, was, it was something else. You were drinking oh. a screwdriver. First. I was... Oh, that's right. Screwdriver, but that is now gone. Okay. And we are drinking. You are drinking a Rodney Strong cap. Okay, there you go. So that and a screwdriver. Wow. Okay, Greg's ready to go. Yeah. And everybody listening has a chair. So okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I am drinking uh, Jameson and Dr Pepper. It's a drink that I uh, coined in the uh, early 2010s. It's called the Dr Robbie. Or Dr. Rob. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So tonight we are getting into episode two. We're into the movie reviews. And we had a little tease at the end of last episode. This movie we're going to do involves uh, a diaper. So we are doing The Visit. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So we are doing The Visit. M. Night Shyamalan, The Visit. So... Do you guys want to explain why this is our first movie review? <laughs> we have two people that just right, pointed I'll, to each other. I'll, I'll get into it. Okay. What year was this movie made? 2000? It was uh, two, two years ago? Three years ago? No, what? Much, much, Five years ago? Much longer than that. Okay. 2000. This is a movie made why by... Why don't we have oh, I have information? <laughs> no, wait. No, okay. Why oh, 2018. Yeah. This is a... No. It's not. Oh, no, wait. You're going to have to cut all this yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just cut out when you ask right. that question, so we can just get into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an educated guess. Say this is a 2016 okay, movie. Just wait. All right, Google it. I'll keep it down. 2015. I was right. I said 2015. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that either. Edit it back in. All right. Mm-hmm. 2015. Edit. Let me back, back it up a little bit. This is a 2015 movie uh, made by all accounts by M. Night Shyamalan. Laura and I saw this movie independently with our spouses uh we had completely different experiences they loved it we rather i should say i hated it um so it's been a constant topic of debate amongst us for a couple of years now mm-hmm. several years <clears throat> um that's more like a joke it's more of an inside joke yeah and mm. in, in fact i think it led us into talking about you know our opinions about horror movies why we like them why we don't what we think about them and kind of was the stimulus to creating this podcast if you yes. think about it this is why we are reviewing the visit first because of its uh personal history amongst the three of us two of us three of us yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> these two really uh would argue with each other about it and i would egg them on and make them angry and want to talk more about it and entice them to the other one was clearly right, and the other one was clearly wrong. 
uh, until it became kind of a joke. Um, and then just, yeah, like you said, one night we just started talking about it and ended up being like, this should be the pod. We should just do this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone, okay. I respect the visit, right? Mm. It gave us the pod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't <laughs> you don't hold it in high regard. Is that what, <clears throat> no, is that what that whole I don't. Was? Which is why looking back on the story, it's hard because I didn't. You know, the the story changes throughout the years. I feel like and mm-hmm. the, the certain people, uh, you know, over dramatize things a little bit and Laura's make talking it sound about herself, like so. I mm-hmm. loved Laura, this movie. Laura loved this movie so much. Mm-hmm. She really did. She would go to bat for it with Greg, and Greg would say, "This is the worst movie he's ever seen." And for this reason, Laura would be like, "You're crazy. This no. movie's really great and good, and you don't get it. You weren't there with me in the theater." Well, you have to admit when you when you first saw it, it was a good movie to you. Yes, my husband and I had a great experience in the theater. I don't. Can I jump into this? Why? A uh, little bit, little bit, little preview. Okay, because we felt like it was a wow, it was a horror comedy, and therefore we enjoyed the comedic aspect of it, which we hadn't really seen in 2015. Me and Greg are both shaking our heads. Web we, of lies. We de- it is not we, a lie. Me and Greg, Laura never mentioned comedy initially. Yes. she. I don't think you thought it was a comedy going in. It wasn't a comedy. It was a horror comedy. I don't think you knew that going in. I think you thought it was a horror movie going in. I may have not thought it was a horror comedy going in, but it was mm-hmm. clear it was when I was mm-hmm. in the theater. And the entire theater collectively, um, we should give a spoiler warning, by the way. Yes. Do uh, every episode we do, spoiler warning up front. We are going to talk about in detail the movie. Sometimes we'll randomly talk about other movies. <laughs> Details, but we'll try not to do that. Uh, yes, definitely spoiler warning. Uh, so if you want to go watch this movie or you want to wait, well, I guess, yeah. If you, if you want to go watch it, go for it. Uh, you have to wait till the end to hear our reviews. That, or hear our actual ratings, but yeah. Yes, so it was clear once we were there in the theater that it was a comedy. I mean, the entire theater collectively laughed hysterically when she spit out her powder sugar cookies that she had baked and just yelled, Yahtzee! It was fantastic. It was so funny. It was just light and fun. It was a good theater experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when I rewatched it, it... It was lame. Well, because you were alone, and when you watched it alone, you, there's nobody else to laugh at with you, right? So you... Yeah, there, there was no one else to laugh at with me. I'm now seeing it a second time. I know the, the twist at the end, which seemed very apparent the second time around. Like, how did I not I see this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and just, you know, unlike uh, another M. Night movie, unlike The Sixth Sense, that's a twist that was huge. I didn't see that coming. It was such a well-done movie. Um, I, I can still watch it and enjoy it, but unfortunately with the visit, I think that's one of those movies like, yes, I had a great first experience, but it's, uh, I can't rewatch it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, uh, before we get into the actual review, uh, segments of the pod, uh, 
Laura brought up another M Night movie, so I kind of wanted to <clears throat> segue to a game I came up with for these two. Great. Um, so I haven't let them know exactly what the game is. A little bit of the game, but they don't know all the details. My bag has been uh, binging and ringing. Yeah, um, what the hell is the going phone, on? I wonder what the phone sound is. You have to. So the there's uh, like a phone sound. It's very screamish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So the the game I came up with it's titled M Night or M Not. That's oh, the title geez. of the game. Uh, okay. Seen how M Night did this movie. Um, Laura really likes him a lot. Um, what? So... <laughs> I don't get why I like him a lot. No, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, we'll I see. Do. We'll see. Great... We'll see at the end of this game he's who's great. the biggest M Night fan and who's the least. You know, who doesn't know him that well? How does the game work? So the game is going to be. It's definitely a drinking game. So we're, we're each going to get asked. I'm going to give each of you a movie quote. You each will get a buzzer. <laughs> this is awesome. So you guys each have a buzzer. We have a buzzer. You guys can test out your buzzers right now. Oh. Ooh. Okay, wait. Let me try mine. Oh, they make the same they sound. S- they sound the same, but... So uh, how do we know? What if we're hitting it at the exact same time? How are you going to know? That's on me to judge. It's on me to judge. Well, wait well. a second. You've always sided with Greg on this movie, so I feel oh, like but, I have... But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm impartial as far as the game goes. As far be. as belief, yeah, Greg's better. And he, oh. he, but as far as, as far as the game goes, that it's is fine. Sexist. You know? Not sexist. Yeah, it is. Why was it sexist? I didn't say Greg's better because he has balls. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't say that, but it was All right. implied. Well, hey, Greg. Cheers. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck mm-hmm. to you. Good luck. Mm-hmm. All right. Big. Okay. So how how I uh, wanted to do this was I would give I would say the movie quote. So the first person to buzzer uh, initially gets to guess if the quote was from an M. Night Shyamalan movie right. or not an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Okay? okay. So that's the mm-hmm. first question. Okay. Okay. The first question on that quote. Okay. Then if you get it right, if you get it right, you get to guess what movie. You get to guess what movie if it is from M. Night. Okay. So you have a chance of getting two points. So mm-hmm. the other person would have to drink twice. But here's my question. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's to our advantage to just hit the buzzer as fast as we can, even if we get it wrong. Because but right. if you get the question wrong, then you drink. Yeah. Right. So if you don't know, if you don't want to drink and you don't know, I would Let suggest the other person. Yeah, I mean, I have whatever like twenty quotes. So if neither if neither if you want to guess, guess, okay. If Holy neither shit. if neither of you want to want to guess, then that's fine. Okay, All let's. Right. Kick it off. Oh, so I forgot it's any to, M Night Shyamalan movie. I forgot. Oh, okay, I forgot to. It's either so it's either an M Night Shyamalan movie. Okay. Or the other movie has night in the title. <laughs> I forgot about oh. that part. So that actually that'll narrow down. It's not just any movie. So it's either an M Night Shyamalan movie or it's any movie with night in the title. A horror horror movie. Any movie with night in the title. Oh. You. you you're mm-hmm. mistaking this for movie so, genius. So yeah. let's let's just let's just let's just this isn't this isn't part of the game, but let's just see how many movies can you guys name that have night in the title. Good. What? No, I'm asking you guys. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say let's start the No, game. I'm not gonna give you answers. Many movies that say night in the that title. have night in the title. Night of the Living oh, Dead. There you go. Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Uh Nightmare 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 on the Street. Uh-huh. Nightmare oh. before Christmas. They, they don't have to be horror movies either. They don't have to be horror movies. Any movie, any movie with night in the title. And it could be, and it could, 
Yeah, because you said Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. That's not a horror movie. It doesn't have right. to be a horror movie. You, you said any Nightmare movie. on Elm Street, so I thought, like, okay, the, we're allowed uh, to do a Nightmare. The Dark Knight Returns would be eligible. Oh, the Dark Knight. That's like K-N-I-G-H-T. Either spelling works. Oh, I didn't shit. specify okay, then, uh, anything with Night in the Title. Wait, wait, you, okay, you, you, okay. Did, you, did, you did Nightmare on for Christmas. Okay. You guys are helping each other out right now, you know that. Oh, right? oh, we're on So team. I just wanted to give you examples of like, and it could be, so it's either an M. Night movie, uh-huh. this quote is from an M. Night movie, or it's from another movie that has night in the title. Okay, another one sense? is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, but I haven't named quotes yet, so you're, not, you're just naming <laughs> things for no reason. I'm just giving you examples of where your your, gotcha. your mind should be going, okay? Gotcha. Does that make sense now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let's see. So you guys have your cups? You guys have stuff to drink? Yes. Yeah. Right? Okay. All right. Um, okay. So, okay. Greg's, Greg doesn't just even hear this. Testing. Drink. Sure that works. Oh, yeah. False start. False start. False start. False start. False start. Drink. Sorry, Greg. Always a false mm-hmm. start. You need to drink your wine, Greg. Okay. All right. Wait, I just took a sip too. I'm stupid. Yeah. So the, the first couple are uh, first couple are easier, just to help you guys out. They get right. they definitely get harder. Um, okay. All right. First one. Wait. Last question. Mm-hmm. How long do you get to try to figure out the movie if you got it right? I mean, we're on a podcast that is audio, so I mean, I'll give you. Oh, I almost forgot. I have I have buzzers on my phone. Oh yeah. Because what if Greg's like, I know that that is not an M Night Shyamalan Mm -hmm. movie, so he gets that right. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, then what movie is it? And he just takes an hour and a half. You get ten seconds. How about that? All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have. Okay, here. (laughs) This will be funny too. Um, so if you get the answer right, then this will be your sound. Ooh. Okay, this will be your sound if you get it right. Okay, and this will be sound if you get it wrong. <laughs> All right. So, what's this one do? Very discouraging. Okay, no. I have a buzzer. That should okay. be when someone loses. Oh, and I have this if, when you're waiting for it. So if you're, I'll give you, I'll give you ten seconds or something mm-hmm. like that. You know. So, so there we go. Okay, I got some sound effects. Okay, that's just an extra one. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's go with let's um, trying to see who gets the okay. See, Greg's this cheating is the again. point. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um. Okay. First one here. First one. Okay. You have to wait for me. I guess you're gonna have to wait for me to do the whole quote because if you get oh, it at a certain point, you can go. He's just gonna do it then. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Okay. If you hit it before he's done with the quote, he stops reading the quote, and that's, you yeah, only yeah, have yeah. that. Oh yeah, to go yeah. Off of course, that's obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's on you to do that, okay? You're not going to finish the thing? No, no, if you buzz in, then that's when it's I stop talking. It's family dude rules. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is okay. very family All right, first, first quote here, okay? okay? I am the shadow on the moon at night. Okay. That is not an M. Night movie. That's true. It's not an M. Night movie. Okay, so Laura, Laura drinks. Oh, wait, I got to oh. do your sound effect. Do I get another drink if I tell her what it... I now, now you get a chance to name the movie. All right, that movie is The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I know what movie it is. No. What movie? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Knight. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laura has a drink too because she said, like, no, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. Oogie Boogie. I am the oh, shadow on the moon at night, Ooh. filling your dr- If you were to let me finish, filling your dreams to the brim with fright. Once it rhymed, I think you would have got it. Wait, why did I cite the shadow <laughs> if night is not in the title of that movie? Oh, that's Wait, that's not even... Man, how many times can I... Greg, you get so many buzzers. I didn't even get the rules, okay? Oh, why did, I don't know why I... <laughs> yeah, you're, you're man. You take all another right, drink for that. Right, right, Remember I don't said, even know what just happened. He, he, he said... 
he got it right because it wasn't an M Night movie, but then he said the movie was The Shadow. Remember, it has to have night in the title. Bottom line, every quote has night in it. Not every quote. Oh, <laughs> the movie it's from. So the movie was from A Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right. what I meant. Does let's, that make sense? speed this up a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Sorry. We're next. Not gonna, you're not going to really ask us 20 of these, right? Uh, I don't know if I have 20. We'll see. I'll see. I don't okay. think we're going to So next, next one. Next question. Next uh, quote. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to try to do this one in a voice. Okay. What I think Wait. the voice would sound like. Okay. How's this for a wet dream? Okay, Laura buzzed in. Oh, Laura buzzed in. Okay. It is not an M. Night Shyamalan okay, movie. Okay, correct. Okay, Laura got it right. Okay, Greg has a drink. Okay, come on, Greg. Okay. And that would be Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Good job, good well job. Has night in the title, so you're, you're yeah, right. Not like, right. not like Greg. That was, that was still quicker than Did you. Did you think it was the shadow right. again, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I mean, it's definitely something Alec Baldwin says all the time, but, you know. slow Okay, here's a... Okay, here's a... Okay. <laughs> okay, this one's pretty good. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, okay. You have to put one hand behind your back and then one hand on the buzzer. Wow, but... this is really good. Okay, yeah, okay, you around. guys ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Holy mother of Sarah McLaughlin. That was Greg. Greg, Greg got that one. Greg got this that one. This is most positively no. an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Okay. It is The Visit. I knew okay. that. Two. Two wins for Greg. So Laura has a drink twice. Okay. <laughs> That one definitely was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, I was like a half second behind you. Mm-hmm. Let's have a game which Okay, all right, let's go to next. Whatever, Shadow Man. <laughs> all right, let's go to the next quote here, okay? All right. Uh, Do you have a thong? Never mind. We'll just take an old pair of drawers and cut the, cut the ass out. <laughs> okay, Greg. Greg. Okay, Greg. M. Night or M. Not? That's got to be M. Not. M. Not? You sure? Cut the ass out of your drawers? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something from the visit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, not, not M. Night, M. Night. But can you name the movie? So what do you think? With mm. night, can, can you restate the quote? Okay. Do you have a... He only has 10 <laughs> seconds to get this movie. Yeah, well, after I read it, okay. Do you have a thong? Never mind. We'll just take an old pair of drawers and cut the ass out. Night. Night at the Roxbury? Oh, that was a really good guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's from Black Knight with with Martin Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I should have known that. I love Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. That's all right. a good one. That, that was a good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So next one. Okay, you guys ready again with this one? Yes. Okay. Uh, if I could ask God one thing, it would be to stop the moon, stop the moon, and make this night and your beauty last forever. Greg. That's M. M. Night or M. Night? Night, And that is Lady in the Water. Wow. (laughs) No, no, M. Night. Greg didn't get that one, so Greg has to drink. Greg has to drink. I've never seen Lady in the Water, so I was like, oh, Greg got it. Do you want me to read it again, Laura? Oh, I have a chance to get it right? We didn't get it, so I would. Yeah. Oh, I drank. You should. You just just enjoy drinking. Um, You want me to read it again? You want me to read it again? Sure, sure. If I could ask God one thing, it would be to stop the moon. Stop the moon and make this night and your beauty last forever. That was a good reading, actually. Oh my God. Ah. Now your turn. It's Laura's turn. If Laura can't get it, then then I'll ask. Okay, here. It's your timing, Laura. It's very romantic. Mm hmm. It's very. It has night you in the guys, title. I don't, you know I don't this? Know? Yeah. I'm sure I know it, but... Okay. Greg, you said you got this it? This is uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. 
No, it's a knight's tale with Heath Ledger. Oh, I've never seen that. Um, you ever seen that? No. I'm gonna have to do a Heath Ledger pod. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do right. love Heath Ledger. Yeah, I, That's why I thought you would get that. I thought for sure you would get that one. I actually am not a huge mm. rom-com gal. I like a lot oh. of them, but mm, I haven't seen them all. Mm. Okay. I'm interested in this idea. We'll I'm, talk about it later. I'm yeah. picky. Mm-hmm. I'm picky about my rom-coms. Okay. They have to be very funny. Mm. Okay. All right, let's get to the next quote. I've got another one for you guys. Uh, I'll give you guys an easy one. This will be an easy one, okay? Craig, do it. Do Greg continuously decides to eat while we're recording, so well, we have you're, you're welcome, everybody. Okay? <laughs> okay, uh, so the next one, okay? So I'm talking to a plastic plant. Oh, All right, Laura yeah. got that one. Laura got that That one. is M. Night. Mm-hmm. And what what movie? Is that movie? happening? Okay. That's, that's, that's a fun. double double win there. Double win there. Mm-hmm. Wait, if she guesses twice, she has to do two shots. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, one for the M not or M not, and then one for the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the that's my least favorite part of that movie. So. Okay. All right. You guys ready for the next one? Yep. yep. Okay. You can take our phones and you can take our keys, but you cannot take away our dreams. Yeah, because we're like sleeping when we have them. Oh. What's it from? Let me read it again. Oh my god. You can take our phones and you can take our keys, but you cannot take away our dreams. Yeah, because we're like sleeping when we have them. Oh no? my god, you know it rings a bell. Yeah, it does. I'll give you guys like 10 seconds. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Do we have to bow if we miss it? Huh? Look your Dreams. Mm-hmm. Greg already mentioned the I'm movie. Pass. Greg already mentioned the movie tonight. Uh-huh. Okay, Greg. Okay. Uh-huh. One of the ones I already mentioned. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have to. Oh, so is it, it okay. M. Night? Okay, first M. Night or M. Night? Is it an M. Night movie or M. Night? M. Night? M. Night? Okay, well, you're already wrong. Good job. <laughs> oh. Thanks for ringing in. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, no? Shh, wait. Hmm? Is something he mentioned? Greg already said this movie tonight. What if one of his random movies he mentioned? <laughs> <laughs> he said. Mm-hmm. It has Night in the title. Mm hmm. Okay, okay. I'm just oh, saying. It's a uh, Night of the Roxbury. There we go. Yes. Night of the Roxbury. Night of the Roxbury. Craig, I thought you were going to get that one. Okay. I've seen that movie and I don't remember that quote, but. The only quote I remember is Did you touch my ass? Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally sitting 10 feet from me. I know. I should, that one was a little too obvious. That's very obvious. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad right. did that. Okay. Uh, next, next quote here, okay? Um, okay. It seems to me beneath those jeans, there's something wonderful just waiting to get out. You want me to read that one again? They go a little too fast. Wait, wait. Is it, is it jeans? Is J E A N S or G E N? Yeah, like you're wearing jeans. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. It seems to me beneath those jeans, there's something wonderful just waiting to get out. It's very perverted. Definitely not. Okay. I'll give you guys 10, 10 seconds over here. Okay, correct. Yeah. Okay, I got this one. Wait, M9 or M9? M9. M9? Okay, correct. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh-huh. This is uh, Boogie Nights. There you go, Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie wow. Nights. That's from Boogie Nights, yes, yes. Every, where everyone mm-hmm. wears tight pants. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. <clears throat> that okay. Good. Okay, next one. This is, a, this is a little long one, but uh, there's two people talking, so. Great. Okay. Why does everyone like to stand around and talk in the rain in movies? Um, well, maybe it's a metaphor for purification starting new. No, it's not. That's the, that's the quote. This is a harder one. Why does everyone like to stand around and talk in the rain in movies? 
Um, well, maybe it's a metaphor for purification starting anew. All right. Okay. Okay. Great. I don't necessarily know the movie, but I know that's definitely M. Night Shyamalan quote. You think it's M. Night? It is. Okay. Okay. Correct. It is M. Night. The Brick in the Fourth Wall. Mm-hmm. Now, the movie. Staying around. This is another movie that's already been mentioned tonight. Yeah. This yeah, is I know what it Lady is. Lady in the Water. Yeah. Correct, yeah, Lady in the Water, Lady in the Water. That was a hard one to find a quote from. Mm. There wasn't, there's not like a standout no, thing in that movie. No, there's not very many memorable quotes you know? in the movie. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I'm just like, oh, look, uh, this one's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, all right, let's go to the next one, okay? Um, sometimes we don't do things we want to do. Wait, sometimes we don't do things we want to do. So that, uh... Wow, that was pretty quick. M. Night. M. Night. Six cents. Greg, you want me to read the whole quote yes, for you? Please. Okay. Sometimes we don't do things we want to do so that others won't know we want to do them. Sometimes you we scrambled don't... my brain with that quote. <laughs> Sometimes we don't do things we want to do so that others won't know we want to do them. Mm. It's an M Night movie. Good lord. Mm-hmm. I, I like this movie. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the hint. <laughs> okay. This is unbreakable. You think it's unbreakable? It's unbreakable. No, not a break, buff. Laura, do you want to go again? Okay, go again. What movie is it, Laura? Oh, well, now you screwed me up. It's oh, something you've doing. seen and you like? I like this movie. I like M. Night, this M. Night movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were buzzing because like, you kind of knew something. Or I was thinking it was The Village, but now I'm not sure. No one knows. <gasps> yeah, the village, oh. the village. The Village. I feel oh, like village, you yeah. haven't seen The Village. That's oh, why you I, threw me off. I love The Village. I love really? Movie. Yeah. The well, well, Mr. The, the, the Non-Horror main, movie. The, like Bryce Dallas Howard. I mean, that's a that's a scary movie. Like yeah, it. I mean, I've said on the pod, like, I watch select... I watch, you know something? Like, probably the past 20 years, I only watch, watch M. Night movies. <laughs> like, that's it. I really, I mean, yeah, I really liked him, so I watched all his movies. Are we keeping track who's winning? No, yeah, it's just for drinking. We don't need to. I'm winning. Yeah, it's just for no, drinking. No, Greg is, Greg is clearly losing. <laughs> this, oh. By the way, this is a very challenging <laughs> game. I keep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like maybe one more. I only got, like, three more. Um, oh, okay. Mm, okay. All right, let's get to the next one. Okay. All the time, they are everywhere. They only see what they want to see. Oh, okay, Greg, Greg. man. <laughs> okay, Greg, M. Night or M. Oh, M. Night or M. Not? Oh, man. M. Night. Okay, what movie? Signs. No! That's not Signs? No, no. You got it it is. Okay, Laura. The Sixth Sense. Oh. Laura got it. Laura stole it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. That was a, I'm totally winning. That was that a big head. boo-boo. On my yeah, part. that was great. I think that Can't turned the tide. Okay. Just uh, forfeit it for that one. That was really easy. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like the main scene where he's like breaking down. Yeah. So he's in the car, right? Telling his mom. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know or actually, no, maybe he's telling Bruce Willis. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He has two big scenes yeah. where, yeah. Oh, okay. Man, um, okay. Did next. you rewatch all these movies to find? Oh no, 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 no! I just searched the quotes. I just searched for quotes for movies. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched all these movies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna watch uh, Black Knight with Martin Lawrence again. <laughs> I, I saw it once when it came out. I'm good there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Um, they have women's high jumping in the Olympics. They've got these Scandinavian women who could jump clean over me. Oh my oh, god! What is okay, that? I, it's, it's definitely Greg? an M Night movie. M Night movie. Okay. Correct. Oh, okay. God, I've heard that's what? that's science. Yeah. Correct. Yes, that was science. That, 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 that was good. Those officer. It was a good. Those are the women. Officer mm-hmm. Kasky. Oh yeah, she's yeah. the one that says that. Yeah, yeah. the lady that's in um, Succession. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. That's a good one. All right. All right. Uh, next one. Uh, do you know what the scariest thing is? 
to know to not know your your place in this world to not know why you're here Ooh. let me read that one again i kind of stumbled okay do you know what the scariest thing is to not know your place in this world to not know why you're here it's a deep quote yeah mm-hmm. oh god what's that new movie i think it's that new one was that night in the title yes i feel like you're maybe thinking of something that doesn't mm-hmm. okay let's do the jeopardy sound do you want a jeopardy sound okay all right give you guys a couple seconds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want it one more time yeah okay one more time okay do you know what the scariest thing is to not know your place in this world to not know why you're here okay laura laura m night m night mm-hmm. unbreakable Ooh. Correct, Unbreakable, Samuel Jackson's character. Mm-hmm. That's good. There we go. We got a... Uh... A drink. Oh, thanks oh, for yeah, mm-hmm. calling you Keeping... out. People oh, might not be able to I see know. you, but I mm-hmm. can. I know, okay. <laughs> got it. But that's that it. That's it. That's the game. That was great. So, um, good job, bro. I think uh, Laura clearly won. Yes. Laura clearly so won. We didn't say clearly. Oh, it was clear. It seemed like, yeah. It was, it was it, clear. It, it, yeah. It's got like a marginal Listeners win. at home, you guys can go back and listen to it again. Keep a tally. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Conjecturing Pod. Uh, let us know how badly Greg got beat there. I'm pretty it sure was it was pretty like bad. Seven to five. Mm-hmm. I think Greg lost five points when he said the shadow. <laughs> so if it was close, that that get the, uh, that kind of ended anyway. At that point of the, of the game. I know, Greg. It's okay. It's okay, Greg. Okay. That's, I like that game. That was a good game. You did, <laughs> you did a lot yeah, of good research. Great. I know. Uh-huh. We cool. have to do more games like that. It makes you realize how how. Mm-hmm. Poorly informed you are mm-hmm. with movies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know M Night as much as I thought I did. Alright, so now we're going to get into the main segment. It'll be the M Night, the Visit movie. Uh, we just played our game, so let's get into the actual the, the beef here. <laughs> um, first, just kind of just do a, a synopsis. Uh, Greg, do you want to do a synopsis of the movie? I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> you, you've had the most drinks, I think it's going to be appropriate. Because I, 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 we actually have it on the docket here. Uh, movie synopsis are drunk and recap. So I think it's appropriate because Greg, Greg has had the most drinks. Did you say recap? Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> Laura doesn't. Laura feels better now because she she was a little uh, upset in the first episode calling Greg Graves, which which I told. Oh, I should have reminded you. I wanted to do your intro to this episode when we said like, "Hello, my name is Laura." And I wanted you to say Graves, but you forgot. But I forgot to tell you about that. You said recap. Mm-hmm. It's going to make Laura really mad when I cut this out. Oh, <laughs> so oh man. Her. No, I'll leave it in. I'll leave it in. It's okay. Okay. We're, we're for opportunity drunks. I'm going to talk about this movie okay. because we, right, we all chose one movie for this, uh, for the next three episodes. We didn't really choose this one. This one was just the one we had to do. Yeah. It's the default movie because we had most history together with this. Mm-hmm. It's called The Visit. This is an M. Night Shyamalan movie <laughs> yes. made a few years ago. Let me give you a synopsis of what this movie is. It starts off with her daughter and her son. The premise of the movie is this. <laughs> you said like uh, synopsis twice and premise. <laughs> Saying the same thing over and over. <laughs> You you get you get to a point where I think like okay he's about to get into the movie and then you start over again. You're in like your own Groundhog Day. Then, this isn't happening. I know we just had a fucking game and we were talking about that. All right, allow me to proceed. 
see. Okay. Okay, okay Greg. Uh, okay, based on my recollection, the movie opens up. This is a found footage type of movie. Quote, unquote, found footage means you're going to be watching one to two hours of film that was filmed by a handheld camcorder. Um, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> a, a handheld camcorder, okay? So this is a found footage type of movie. The, the premise is you have a lady. You <laughs> <said it> again. <laughs> Thank you, Sorry. Laura, do the Laura, do the Where recap. Laura, do the recap. It's been like ten minutes, and we All haven't right. you, you haven't started the recap. Right. The mother, there's a mother and her two kids. The mother's played by. Oh, we don't. <laughs> Catherine Hahn. Okay. Um, she is in Step Brothers, I think. She's the wife of. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I most notably mm-hmm. might. Uh, Bad moms. Bad, Bad moms, moms also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great actress. She's the mother to two children who are roughly like 10 to 13 years old. Oh my god, this is... A boy and a girl. And the the, the movie starts off with hour, the daughter interviewing her mom with the camcorder. And, and the premise is that her, her mom <laughs> grew... Had a falling out with her mother and father when she was little. And... <laughs> Out of the blue, um, the grandparents uh, reached out to the mother, uh, you know, many years later, who's mm-hmm. estranged from her parents, in an attempt to meet their grandchildren. And they, ha- the mother hasn't spoken to her parents for many, many years, but she thought that this would be a great opportunity for her kids to meet her parents. Now, strangely enough, she doesn't wish to partake on this visit with them. She decides to send her kids to go visit their grandparents who they are who they're meeting for the first time in their lives to another city, another state. Her her two children, she has a girl who's basically um, she's she's obsessed with film and she's obsessed with uh, what's so funny. Wait, am I not giving Because you... it's like, it's been like 10 minutes and we're like in the opening credits of the movie still. Oh my god, okay. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I do like a quick one or do you want to do a quick one? You can do it. Okay, good, good, I want to do it. I screwed it up. Okay. You didn't screw it up, man. You didn't screw it up. You didn't, you didn't screw it up. You didn't screw it up. It was just, just fun. I'm like re- running through the moments of the movie in my head. I know. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay. This. Wait, wait. Let me give you one more shot and if I can't do it in 10 seconds. Okay. All right, yeah, okay. you okay. can't do it in ten okay. seconds. Okay. You're getting buzzed. Three, two, one. Laura, do it, please. You don't want to do it? Nah, you do. Okay, you're, you're, the, one, you're the one that loves this movie, so. There are two kids who have never met their grandparents before. Their mom uh, is estranged from them. However, she arranges a trip for them to go out and visit their grandparents for the first time. So they go out and strange things begin to happen during the visit. And that's the synopsis. Oh, it's a synopsis? That's yeah. good. No, okay. We were giving a synopsis, not what happens. Oh, is that what synopsis means? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, great. Yeah. Okay, all right. Is that what you were doing, Greg? That was not what I was doing. You were going I was, I was line by line. Greg was, was trying to go line by line, but mm-hmm. it was starting. Know, it was okay, all right. Guys. All right, so uh, a couple facts about the movie I have. Uh, the budget for the movie was $5 million, which is, 
I mean, it's definitely a low budget horror yeah, movie, you know. For sure. um, ended up. Uh, I Question: think, uh-huh. Do you think he was given a lower budget for this because he had taken such a long break? <clears throat> um, Why do you think that was? No, I think it's just the style of this movie doesn't. There's nothing to it. There's no big effects. He didn't need a lot of money. He doesn't need a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up uh, making like ninety eight million dollars though, so I mean, great return on value there. Um, so that was really good. And these people say, "Greg, this, you contributed to mm-hmm. that. You I went and saw that. it in theaters. Mm-hmm. That's right." Yeah, mm-hmm. people say this was his comeback. So, and Alora was one of them. Um, um, so <laughs> uh, I did not. So we have a well, couple of. I, I, I pulled a couple of uh, Rotten Tomato scores, just kind of as a baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have for the visit, we have an audience rating fifty one percent. So pretty much fifty wow. fifty people liked it, didn't like it. Um, uh, the critics uh, liked it a bit more. They had sixty seven percent, I guess, fresh, uh, which is better. Um, I have a couple quotes here from uh, from critics, certified critics. I didn't really want to pull from audience just because it's you know a little there's too many and then so first one here is uh, jennifer heaton from alternative lens uh, this quote was from november 1st 2018 the visit isn't on par with Shyamalan's clearly early work nor does it excuse right. his recent uh, atrocities but going from dreadful to pretty good is still an enormous leap to accomplish so i think that's a pretty that's accurate quote it's a yeah. pretty accurate quote kind of stating that uh this isn't a great movie but coming up from the garbage to here still better you know that's kind of her review there um next one if we have... you mean garbage meaning the happening yes. i completely yes. agree yeah mm-hmm. well we are going there because we're talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. this right now in the moment well let's let's stick with this movie because the happening according to my recollection was not that bad mm-hmm. can i just say though that a lot of people uh actually came forward and said the visit was not the comeback. Split was. True. Split was after the visit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. They I, still consider the visit being garbage. Okay, good. Yeah, except Laura. But, good. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just read a. Is that a negative review or is that a positive review? <clears throat> it was unclear. I, I would take. I would take. <laughs> I would take it more as like a slight. Like yeah. a slight. Yeah. You know. It sounds like, like what, she, what she's saying is know? this: is that it's not the revelation that we would have expected from the long hiatus from M night, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, it's not bad either. So it's sort of, okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I-, I agree with that. Yeah. So I have another uh, quote here from uh, Rick Kasonic uh, from seven days, some site, uh, September 16, 2015. I've watched loved ones suffer from the indignities of dementia and can't help but find the filmmaker's decision to use them for comedic fodder and cheap Ooh. shocks and deplorable taste. Shyamalan should be ashamed. That's so what do you guys fair. think about that? Because that's something what? I didn't think about this until I read this quote. And I was like, oh, I want to get your guys' perspectives on pretty much his use of dementia as a comedic force. And I saw a lot of other quotes that were saying, like, he's just making fun of old people. That old people and their antics are funny. But taking it a little too far. How do you guys feel about that? You know, that? okay, my initial reaction was people are being a little too sensitive. Because if you saw any film where they're, quote unquote, making fun of something, there's someone out there who has experienced that in real life. And obviously it was not funny. And they're going to take it offensively. Simple and say, Jack. This mm-hmm. is a terrible movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, however, dementia aside, because I think that's a little too specific. 
mm-hmm. personally. And I actually had a grandmother who had dementia and I still think it's a little too specific. Making fun of old people. Yeah, that might be a good point. It's just, it's hard because that is something that we are, you know, we're understanding this now in this day and age in 2020, but like 10 years ago, no one would have complained about this. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we're, and it's hard because as much as we want to agree with that, like, yeah, let's not make fun of people who are elders. That's not cool. I mean, that this is like kind of a newer thing that we're understanding, whereas 10 years ago, this was okay. And so are we, you know, is it just like all of a sudden 2020, well, this is 2015, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like we have to follow these rules Are you talking or is this being like PC culture right now? Yes, no. exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like, do we need to now all of a sudden be like, nope, those are the rules or can we be like, well... It was a horror movie. I think I mean, we can. I'm fine with not invalidating that opinion. That's fine. There are a lot of horror movies that I'm offended by, just simply by the content. That doesn't mean I think that they shouldn't have been made, or that the creator had no right to make them. Um, that's that. That opinion is fine, but at the same time, I go look at the wide range of horror movies that are out there. Nothing is really off limits. So, it, oh, good point. Horror movies, good point. It's, it's, it's like comedy. I mean, really, everything, it's like the Daniel Tosh thing. It's like nothing is really, everything can be stepped on. Everything can be made fun of. You're not, you're not going to like it. Everybody has a, a personal pain point with something. When it comes to horror movies, I mean, gosh, people die in horror movies. What if you know, what if you have a family member who was killed by somebody? You, you're not going to, you, you can't watch horror movies because... Or you think that they shouldn't be made because it, that that feeling is too close to home? I, I mean, I get I get the sensitivity, and I'm okay with that. But at the same time, I don't think it should cloud your judgment and say that it was a bad movie because of that reason. And actually, these people are forgetting something. Yes, they were older, and yes, they had uh, conditions. You know, the one lady had a the sundowning, the dementia, and I forget what the other gentleman had. However. They, they were also... Did they really have it, though? Well, that's the thing. They were also in an institution for just, mental health. They were They, were insane, they right? were insane, and they were murderers. Now, everyone I know who's had dementia, they weren't murderers. This mm-hmm. is different, you know? Yeah. So are, are you saying that um, he's, he's blurring the lines between mental illness and murderous I'm behavior? saying the people out there who are like, well, they're making fun of dementia. No this woman murdered somebody like she was in a, a an institution because she was crazy right so you have to take the movie from a, a broader perspective and yes say, well these are psychopaths exactly right and psychopaths are going to uh inherit tons of different um psychopathies right? now if and people disorder. are now like oh so old people with dementia are psychopaths no that's not true that mm. is absolutely not true but i think people who are you know, having negative reviews towards the movie because of the dementia angle and like making fun of old people. I think you need to look at the bigger people, uh, the bigger picture. Yeah. And you, that um, they actually were psychopaths. Do you guys think if this movie was a strictly horror movie, like really no comedy in it, maybe a little bit, that it would be viewed completely different because you're not really making fun of anything because there's not really humor involved. It's just horror, you know? Maybe. Well, it depends. Do you think, again, this is some, some another point where we disagree. 
I, where I didn't find it, I didn't find it funny. There were, where the aspects that I found it funny were, it was funny because I thought it was stupid. And that to me, that's not a humorous, it wasn't like intentional humor. That's like, they were trying to be, uh, you know, one thing and they failed at it. And then you found that funny that they failed at it. So, but then there's other people who look at the movie and go, well, and I think if you look at the record of what M. Night was trying to achieve with this movie, he was trying to be a little bit more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. He's gone on the record by saying, well, you know, I loosened up a bit in this movie. I tried to just let the actors kind of free ball it and see how it went. And then... Is that a pun? <laughs> it's most definitely a pun. So, okay, well, like, so given that, given his, um, you know, admitted... Uh, his liberation of, of okay, I'm not going to take it so seriously. Then you could say that okay, well maybe he's taking it a little bit more lighthearted. Then maybe yeah, I kind of understand that. Well then, if that's the case, then maybe you should pay more attention to not making old people uh, not laughing and not making fun of the elderly for losing their minds because that's not really a funny thing. But if you may, you have a good point, if it were more serious, then I would take them as more of like a you know. A, murderous couple mm-hmm. yes where yeah okay then it, anything they do is just crazy right that's a good point yeah should we be laughing at old people when, when they lose their when they lose their minds when we get to when we get to 70 or 80 years old when we can't maintain our our mental state is that going to be funny is that something to laugh at probably not no i agree it's a good point yeah i agree it was just it was a quote i read that maybe i didn't think about that when yeah. i saw this movie you know no, I didn't so it was really something either. i thought like would be a good talking point you know um, in fact i was thinking this is one of the first movies i've seen where it's the like the quote-unquote old people who are the bad guys i mean really it's usually kids yeah. kids are very often like an evil source right or like a middle-aged, like 20, 30, 40-year-old man or woman or whatever, or a creature. It's very rare that it's like a old person. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. kind of one of the first movies that has done that. And so I think I appreciated that because I hadn't seen that before. Do you can consider Cocoon a horror movie? <clears throat> no. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Technically, they're aliens, I think, right? Were they? I think they were aliens, right? We're getting off I think, track. Here. I think so. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. so I'm horrified. So, okay. You're horrified. I'm horrified. It's not on my list, but I don't know. I might um, have to rethink it. But that's it. good. Well, you know, the elderly are usually the victims. Yes. The so I think it, he was trying to do something different, which I appreciate. I think we all agree. We like it when we see something that hasn't really been done before. But I think what Greg was saying, it, yes, like M. Night, he has said in articles that, you know, at first it was super like independent and it was really creepy and he was like, this doesn't feel right. He had a passion to like make it more comedic. And then he flipped it on the other end and it was like too funny. And mm-hmm. so he, to him, this final mm-hmm. product was his middle ground. Um, so I think knowing that it kind of, I don't know, I, I give him points for it. You do have to look at the intent behind what he was yes. trying to do, Yes. which is something that you have no idea about walking into the movie. So it always, I think behooves us to look into what was trying to be achieved after mm-hmm. we've seen it. it. Probably gives you a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think it's, I, I just, that this is where it was so different. You know, when we were in the theater, everyone was laughing at those funny parts and those, you know, kind of creepy parts. Everyone was like, oh, my except, goodness. Except Greg. But yes, but then Greg tells me that he sees it and he is just so, mm-hmm. you were so angry. Mm-hmm. And so, were you 
I want to know, are you really angry at the movie itself? Or is there something that you have with M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> I'd not, like to dissect it's this. It's not some kind of personal vendetta. It's, I think we talked about this in the intro episode, what we look for in horror movies, right? One but did my... you go, sorry to interrupt, but did you, did you go into this movie thinking, I'm going to like it? Or did you go in thinking, oh, this is going to be a piece of shit and I know it. And, no, it and actually, then it proved you right. It actually has nothing to do with that. Ah, oh, I don't believe you. <laughs> Let me explain what I what I thought why I, why I thought was bad was okay. I but I did come with come in with an expectation. Don't get me wrong about that. Mm-hmm. My expectation was that this was going to be a, a horror movie where I was going to be scared. It was going to be different. I was going to have my mind quote unquote blown like bit, a big twist at the end. Part of the M Night label, which we all kind of uh, attribute to all of his movies. So honestly, like the fact that I figured out what the twist was early on didn't really—that wasn't even a big contributor to why I didn't like the movie. Wait, the twist of that they killed the grandparents by with the grandparents? Yeah, they—they they weren't really yeah. the grandparents. Yeah, so early on. Yeah, basically. And see, I didn't. This is something. Is so uh, if you've seen the movie, or if you haven't seen it, whatever. At some point, you find out that the quote-unquote grandparents who are supervising these kids turn out not to be their grandparents. They turn out to be some other couple who met with the grand, actual grandparents at some point, and they killed them, and they buried them in the basement, or they did whatever. And these, this couple escaped from the nearby mental ward. And for this reason and that reason, no one put together the pieces, and that's those are the details of the movie. But the kids, having no idea what their grandparents look like, um, and their mom not being there, there was nobody to tell them that, hey, these are not your grandparents. I, that's a fantastic twist, by the way. That's a great twist. That was one of the things I liked about it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I figured it out earlier actually didn't deter me from the movie. It came up. It, it became apparent to me when the grandmother spilled some kind of cleaner on, on the, 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 the web yes. pan. The kids would, would web Well, no, pan. that was in the beginning. That was kind of... It was in the middle. Middle-ish. That's when I figured it out. I thought, it's too suspicious. So you, yeah. just, you just thought like, oh, like they don't... She doesn't want the daughter to see her, see what they look like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The daughter being You're the like, kid's oh, mother. Okay, that'd be yeah. obvious. But that was fine with me. I thought, oh, wow, how crazy is that? Yeah. But, uh, and I was still on board with the movie um, at that point. You know, uh, I thought that the, the parts that were that people laughed at when I saw it in the theater. People were laughing at it because they thought it was they thought it was dumb. And I thought it totally subverted my expectations, which was I'm gonna go to this movie thinking I'm gonna be scared. I'm going to experience something innovative from a from a movie script perspective, which which I did. But there were so many aspects of the movie that that I just didn't like. You know, and of course we're gonna get into that when we talk about we, we all rewatched the movie. One of them was was the acting, and then when when you get hit with the same thing over and over and over again, which you don't like, it becomes almost like hard to ignore. So the rapping is what you're referring to. The rapping is huge. <laughs> when I w- there's two kids, there's a there's a daughter and there's a son, there's a son, and the son is like what is he like nine? Yeah, whatever. Like that. And he fancies himself like a, a rapper, which you know kids do all kinds of weird stuff. Then, but, like. T Styles Diamond or something. T Diamond like Stylist. T Diamond. I think Stylist, like, like the that was his mm-hmm. his uh, self assigned nickname, mm-hmm. and he created all these raps. Of course, kids, kids do weird stuff, but I thought that was that he M Night was trying to introduce some type of realism and 
also humor the movie, but it totally took me out of it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the acting wasn't that great. And then at that point, w- when you get hit with something that you just can't take your eyes away from that you look for in movies like pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their pet peeves. Sure. When you're hit with that pet peeve over and over again, you that's all you see, unfortunately. So by like midway through the movie, all I saw was bad acting, and then it, it took away from whatever innovation he was trying to yeah. achieve. So it had nothing to do with with M. Night or his past movies. I gave it an I gave it an open chance, but there were just so many at, aspects. By the way, when I rewatched it a couple of weeks ago, I didn't feel that negatively toward it. Yeah, we we actually uh, flopped on this. So when I saw it in theaters, I really enjoyed it. I thought, oh, this is so fun, and you know, I hadn't really seen like that horror comedy mix before. Now that's kind of a, a new thing, and the visit is not great compared to those other movies that we have out now that achieve that. Um, I, I don't know. I thought it was fun. It was like a super fun theater experience, but rewatching it was painful. It was really painful. Yeah. It just like, like you said, like the acting was bad. It was so obvious. And it was one of those movies where once you know the twist, it's just not worth watching again, you know? But I do feel like the scene where the girl is in the bedroom with the grandmother in the dark, that was scary. That to me, I think, was one of the scariest scenes, mm. and I thought that was fun. Like, like that when, was a good. And she goes to kill her. Yeah. Well, if you haven't checked out of the movie already, at that point, ah, this you is the problem. Out. You have to. I, I have to admit, like when I watch the movie, when I watch any movie, unfortunately, I I'm, I don't give it good, a good faith effort to watch it mm-hmm. once I've been convinced, quote unquote, that it's a bad movie. All I see is bad stuff. At that point. All you do is just look for things. Like in that that scene particularly, I remember thinking, why is she still holding the camera? Just drop the camera and defend yourself, the grandmother. And I thought, how could she still be filming this whole thing yeah. with perfect angles? And look, that's an unfair critique. Sure. But at that point, it's like I'm already checked out. Which this is something that we, the three of us, have talked about, like how you watch movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if, if you can get through a movie and, and continually give it more chances, you probably have a better chance of thinking uh, of enjoying it. Yeah. You know, so this is one of those. So as the person that really only saw this like once the initial, you know, you guys talked about it forever and um, hearing your guys perspectives and then me actually watching it for this pod, I went into it, I guess with an open mind, but I was leaning towards Greg more in that this is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. So that probably maybe swayed me a bit. Um, and then me and Greg did watch it together um, <laughs> when we, we watched it at his house. And uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was horrible. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I thought this movie was really... I mean, I like I said, I, I love M. Night too. I'm like a big, you know, I, I, I love his movies. You know, not all of them, but most of them. Yeah, just... Uh, like Greg said, one point Greg said when he was talking was he was laughing at the movie um, more as like, this is stupid. And that's how I saw it. Mm-hmm. I liked some of the scary parts. I liked when they're underneath the house and the grandma's chasing them. That was pretty creepy. That was good. Like that was that pretty too. creepy. Um, and see, I actually was like, how is this old lady so spry? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, yeah, I was kind I, of. I, and the way she was giggling, it was mm-hmm. like, all right. Yeah. I, I don't mean, care what conditions you have. There's no way she's okay. hopping around on all fours. I, 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 I have to jump in. I have to jump in. What? 
I have to jump in. Please, okay. please hold your thoughts. Okay, let me hold my thought. Now, the reason I'm going to jump in is because I want to talk about something that, listening to our first episode, I stayed up thinking about something. Okay. And this is what it is. What is it? When we talk about why we like horror movies and, and what scares us, I noticed something very drastically different between us, particularly, or, and, and myself. Actually, I think you guys agree more than I do on this. And as you guys are more scared of things that are more likely, at least you are, to, to be real and based in reality, mm-hmm. things that are likely statistically to happen to you yes. today or tomorrow or the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm actually more scared of things that are not likely to happen. But if they do, you have no, con- like the supernatural things that you have no control of, but the odds that they actually happen are you know, one in a million. So this is where I think when we have disagreements about what scares us or what we like, I think a lot of it is rooted in this. Mm. And take this lady, for example, this grandmother who's, you know, they're playing hide and seek underneath the house. And suddenly the grandmother. (laughs) Sounds so dumb. (laughs) No, it's really scary in the movie Mm. because the grandmother starts charging. There's a little Mm -hmm. crawl space underneath the house. The grandmother like charges like Mm -hmm. a gorilla toward the kid. (laughs) And it's freaky because you're like, how can a lady do, old lady do this? Now, there's two ways of looking at this. One is the practical view, which what you just said. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid. A grandmother couldn't do that. Ha, 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 ha. Funny. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. The other side of it is what I thought is, holy shit, this grandmother is, this lady is possessed. She's crazy. She's surpassed some kind of demonic state. You're going to be haunted by this incredibly nimble old lady for mm-hmm. the next seven days. Yeah. So... I'm looking at it like, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And that seems like it changes our viewing experience. Yes. You're you're totally right. But it's, and I won't get into this too deep, but it definitely makes me think about the movies that I feel are the scariest movies I've seen. And there are some on that list that are supernatural. And now I'm wondering, why is that? You know, and that's something I need to explore and figure out. Like, how come, for the most part, I'm more afraid of what I feel is real and you know, something like, oh, well, that's never going to happen. That's silly. But then how come there are a couple of movies out there? One, which is actually on my list, which I think is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Give it away right now. And that's not something real that I, that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to know about that. Yeah. Well, it's on my list. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I think it has to do with like, okay, talk about the, the two things that we talked about last episode, which was one, lack of control mm-hmm. over something that's threatening you and then two is lack of lack of predictability okay so take this old lady in the visit right mm. yeah her crawling underneath the house chasing after you like a freaking demon mm-hmm. control very little you're in a confined space it's coming after you so if you're more sensitive to lack of control i think you'll be more scared of that mm-hmm. it but predictability if you're more sensitive to not being able to predict when something is going to happen, you probably don't care about that because you're like, that's never going to happen. So I think those are two, you know, probable lenses that we can, you know, as we go and look at all these different movies, look at it through those and mm-hmm. see like, well, which one of these are we more like fine tuned toward? Okay. You know what else? Yeah. There's another definition, quote unquote, of predictability. It's not predictability like this would never happen. It's predictability of watching a movie and being like, 
I am so blindsided by what I just saw, whether it's super real or supernatural or what, and being like, I just had no idea that was about to happen in this movie I was just watching. I was so not prepared. And I think that is why the movie on my list that I think is one of the scariest movies ever seen, I was just like, oh my God, like I was not prepared for what I saw. Personally prepared. Yes. And I still don't believe it's something that is realistic in real life. Human centipede. No! <laughs> so so there's really two definitions of that. And for me, I, you know, I, it's like I still really enjoy horror films, obviously. But a lot of the times, even if you do get scared, even if it's a jump scare or something, you're like, oh, my God, you kind of know it's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. You're predicting it. You're like, well... He's coming in the house. He's gonna get gonna kill the girl. Like we all know it's gonna happen, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. those movies where you're like, holy shit, I was not expecting that mm-hmm. at all. Whether I've never seen it before or just really didn't think it was gonna be like that, that gets me. So so for this for this movie, the visit, what um... you're like, reel it in, reel it in. No, 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 no. <laughs> just because uh, you talked about like this, you know, like scary part or whatever. What what do you think was like the scariest moment? in this movie so i was looking at your your questions and you talk about jump scare i didn't really have any jump scare in this movie i do think maybe in the theaters i did jump when she was under the house because before you see her she like laughs Mm. and then there's like a a motion that goes by really fast and you know Mm. the way they work the film and and the way that they do movies with sounds sound effects and music or whatever they do even though it was just a quick motion that went by, you know, the sound jumped up really high and in the theater, I jumped in my seat, even though I wasn't that scared, but still those sound effects are what make the jump scares really Mm -hmm. scary. I still think the scariest scene for me was when the girl was in the room with the lights out with the old lady. And then she ends up killing her. The girl kills the old lady. Mm -hmm. I don't, there, there wasn't, any scenes with the old man I thought were scary at all. He, to me, was not scary at all. It was the old lady. Yeah, well, I mean, it seemed like the old lady did most of the crazy things, right? And he would be the one trying to be like, oh, she she has this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Kind of explain. Yeah, I mean, he, was, he like, just went and... her yeah. behavior, and she was the one doing yeah. weird things, like asking the granddaughter to get into the oven. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, and almost like, it's almost like the, the more nice and benign the character is, the more frightened you are when they do something out of place because right. it's so unexpected. And then seeing the sundowning scenes, like that was yeah, explain mm-hmm. or that. she would like sundowning. she would run run with like the knife in her hand. There was one scene mm-hmm. where she did that. So sundowning, and I actually didn't know that this was a, a true term. It is a form of dementia. We looked it up to make sure it was real, and it it's more like characteristics of dementia, but it only happens like later in the day, the afternoon, the evening. And that's why they call it sundowning. So there's some correlation with like the sun going down, it being evening time and that these characteristics Mm -hmm. come out. However, when I looked it up, I obviously saw no like symptoms that described anything that happened in this movie. Oh, really? Right. Like it doesn't say, hey, when the sun goes down, you're going to be psychotic. Yeah. Like vomit everywhere and run around on all fours and chase people with a knife. Maybe that's where people are are, are offended by that. Yeah, they think maybe. that I took too many liberties with exploiting the elderly and, sure. and, and dementia. Yeah. Okay. What, uh, what about you, Greg? What was like this? Was there a scary moment uh, in the movie for you? Or yeah, something? I thought I uh, under the house when she's yeah? when mm-hmm. she's running. That was one when um, 
you're in a confined space. I have a, a bit of claustrophobia. Oh, I do too, so actually. Sensitivity to that. Yeah. It wasn't just all the old ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You see, see the you see the late the 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 grandmother. You know she's a little bit off, right? So she walks around and you see her ass a lot. I don't know. That's yeah, so cool. question. For me, I'm like, okay, there's these comedic aspects that are popping up to give us some relief after a scary scene. I'm seeing that as like, okay, that's funny. haha. Were you kind of like, wow, I was actually scared in that scene and then you had to ruin it or something like that? Is that kind of how you saw it? I, I actually tried to take it as, maybe it has to do with my expectations. I So when she when they left the, the, the crawl space and they all realized, oh, the grandma was just having fun. She's just being silly old grandmother and then she walks away with her ass hanging out of her yeah. chest like i didn't think that was funny i almost took that as it's supposed to be weird and and scary because of its weirdness i thought it was just stupid it just felt like 90s humor like Whoa. oh an ass is out don't uh-huh. diss the 90s oh i'm not dissing the 90s <laughs> i'm just like you know it's like something chris farley would do in a movie right, you know where it's right, like right. oh my butt crack you know, it's like, yeah. And then I say, like, in that time period, that was funny, you know? And you'd be like, oh, hilarious, a butt. Yeah. But, like, now, and I'm just like, that's not funny anymore, you know? It's just, it's not, I mean. Well, I think what he was trying to do is this, is that you have two elderly two elderly individuals. So the older you get, the more conservative you should be, the more polite you should be, the more closed in you should be. I think he was trying to take these, uh, these aspects of, of them and shock you and say that because it's so weird, because it's so bizarre, it's supposed to be scary. I don't think he was he trying to be. I don't think he was trying to be funny with those. I think he was trying to say he's trying to push the limits, you know, challenge you as to what you think two old people can do. Um, and if it and if it doesn't, you know, when you have an expectation, your your expectation line is like right here, and when a movie comes in and like sets it at another level, like that that differential i think is what like shocks you and i think that it, what, that's what he was trying to go for mm. um, i think he was just sitting at his keyboard he wrote ass and he was like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's hilarious okay well let's hear your did any scenes scare you um, i think i was the one the first one that says like the under, oh, under okay, the house so that scene but that's that's more about me uh, particularly i don't like uh for some reason i don't like when people are like on the ground like that in in movies and things yes you have a very interesting like um i I can already tell that you have thing with visuals where it's like not human-like yeah any any movie at all where somebody is kind of on all fours and like kind of crawling crazy or moving weird uh yeah it really like gives me like the willies like it's like oh i don't like that yeah so that's why that scene got to me the worst you need to watch the exorcist well, of course, yeah. I've yeah. seen that like plenty of times. Um, but what about like the Grudge? Yeah, the Grudge. Yeah. Well, that's not that bad. Yeah. Like that's not that bad. For some reason, it's, it's like the all fours thing. It's like when somebody's on all fours mm-hmm. and like moving around, and just like the yeah. way they like move. He needs to watch There's the even... uncut Exorcist version. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know no. that that scene that you're were thinking of was not in the it original. Wasn't. No, I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, she comes down like backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, let's do favorite moment then. So, what was your favorite moment of this movie? Um, to me, there's not many, but uh, no. you know, Laura, you were 
We were banging the drum I, in this movie for years. I don't know mm-hmm. if I, oh, yeah, I know. Sure. I know. I look. Everybody <laughs> listening, I am embellishing a bit, but not that much. You, yeah. when you guys used to argue about this movie. I mean, you were arguing about it. You had to have something behind it to argue yeah, about. Did. It wasn't what we're doing right now, where Laura's like, you guys are kind of right, blah, blah, blah. It was like, also, it was like Greg, Greg is, you're crazy. Greg is being really chill right now. Uh, five years ago, when both this movie of you. came out, he was so angry. Both of you. You were, you were so mm-hmm. mad, and that's what I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out. Like, why were you, you? Why did you take it so personally? Nope. Like, you were offended. But both of you, though, both of you came down to. I mean, it's probably just time. Well, I might have acted offended that Greg didn't like it as much as I did, but he was offended by the film itself. Yeah, but you you would come back at him and be like, no, it is this, or it is that, it is right. good, it is I, this. We'll just answer your question. You know. right. should, I, should I start? <laughs> yes. All right, I'm going to start by saying... What was my question again? <laughs> yeah. what, what... Your favorite part. Okay, parts. so what did you what did you like? What favorite part of the movie? Oh, I thought it was what we didn't like. Okay. No, there, already... there's too many of that. <laughs> okay, we'll there do, we'll, we'll do that. I, I do want to get to that, but what I did like... Um, I give this credit this movie a lot of credit. The the scene Ooh. the scenery was good. I thought that when the when the grandkids get to their grandparents' house, which is not really a house, it's more of a it's like a rural Pennsylvanian farmland mm-hmm. where you're a little bit separate from your neighbors. Um, and I thought it was uh, nice and isolated in the, the home that the grandparents lived in, which was the mother's home that she grew up in, and mm-hmm. she had a lot of sentimental value. Um, and could and and could corroborate with the kids. That was a really good. Uh, I, I loved the scenery. I loved. I actually liked how creepy the grandparents were. That and this will eventually. We'll get into this in a couple of minutes. But this eventually ties into why I hated the movie. But it was set up very very well. Ooh. I thought the idea was great. I liked. Um, I bought into the premise, you know, and not telling us that, okay, sure, a mom's going to send her two kids to visit grandparents that they've never met and that she hasn't herself met in 20 years. Well, she goes out and um, partakes on a cruise with Mm -hmm. her boyfriend or something. Mm -hmm. Kind of silly, but Mm -hmm. I bought into it. That was okay. So this is. That's a plot hole to me. Major plot hole. That no parent would do that? Oh, there's so many things. Like, yeah. It's I can't even like put it into words. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Yeah. Well, so we we all have our breaking points, right? Mm-hmm. That was not one of my breaking points. I thought, all right, and I, I'm I'm in. I'll I'll take that. So that actually was one of the. I can't say there's a moment that I liked the most, but what I did like was his setup, and I loved the idea. The idea. If if someone came to me and said, "Hey, write a movie about this," where two kids. Go and visit the grandparents who are estranged from their mom, and they go and visit them. And hey, guess what? They're actually not their grandparents. Write a movie, write a script about that. It's going to be a horror movie. I would be delighted. It's a great setup, but I thought the execution and how it turned out was bad. But um, so you know, the setup was good to me. I like that, and I'm usually drawn to movies based on the premise. Mm-hmm. If I see a trailer that catches my attention, then I go, ah, you can really go a lot of you can go many directions with that. It's very interesting. I've never seen that before. It got me. This movie got me. I remember thinking, well, how scary can grandparents be? Let's find out. Mm-hmm. And then the the premise of them doing a, a found footage, footage idea, it being a documentary to sort of, you know, reconcile the mother's past with their grandparents and 
it feeding into her interest as like a filmmaker, blah, 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 blah. That was cool to me. So that, that's what I like the most about it was the setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Laura, what's your like favorite moment or like a scene you really enjoyed? Uh, well, I know I've talked about this already, but I love the Yahtzee scene. I mean, I just, <laughs> it's just because you know what, up until that point, weird things were happening and it was like, you know, little creepy things here and there, weird things here and there. But then it would always either fizzle out to nothing or there would be some uh, comedy there. <laughs> Greg just Sorry. eating popcorn while I'm talking. No. Um, but I think once that scene happened, like once they were sitting down on their last night or second to last night, I forget how deep they were into that week and they're having the games. And that was kind of when the kids figured out like, okay, something is really, oh no, I'm sorry. That was when they had finally got in touch with their mom who was like, that's not your grandparents. And they were like, wow, we have to get through one more night with these Mm -hmm. people and try to get help and try to get out of here. Um, But up until that point, nothing had really happened. And it it was like, once they sat down for that game and that grandmother just spit out her cookies and was like, Yahtzee! To me, that was like, this is it. This is this. This is the part of the movie where things just get batshit crazy. Um, and, it, and it was funny, which to me, usually when you have that scene, that pivotal scene where it's like, from here on out, things are going to be insane. I mean, there are some movies out there, I'm sure you guys have seen them, where it's the suspense the entire movie. And it's not until like the last 10 minutes mm-hmm. that you actually get something horrifying. And there's always just like that one scene where you're like, okay, here we go. This is where it really takes off. And for me, it was that scene. However, that scene is not usually funny. I'll give you that. And this was funny. But I think that's interesting. Okay. Uh, but okay, I wouldn't say that's my favorite scene. I really enjoyed that scene. I really liked, again, I didn't think the old man was that scary. I really liked how they had a lot of weird scenes with the grandmother where she would talk about creatures in a pond and would look down the well and... I don't know. Those scenes were really interesting to me. I thought those were the stupidest scenes. Really? I mean, I mean, everything in this movie is pretty stupid. But I thought those were pointless. Those never went anywhere. I mean, unless it was a misdirection, he did it as to make you try to think like, oh, like maybe the they're from another place. Because I think every M. Night movie, you're watching it trying to think like, what's the twist? Mm-hmm. He always has something at the end. Some twist, something. Yeah. I don't think that's misdirection. To me, there was no payoff to that. It sure. didn't, other than being like, yeah, they're insane, clearly. But if you take out all those scenes where you talk about the aliens and this and that, yeah. you still have the same thing. They're still insane because they killed somebody. Right. And they still escaped this place. Having that, those scenes, I feel like didn't add anything. Other than if it was made to be a misdirection, then the, I'll give it maybe something for that. But if not, then it's just stupid. No, why did you like that? There was no payoff. Because... If you didn't have those daytime scenes like that, that show that they are actually crazy beyond having dementia or sundowning, then you have a movie where they're normal all day long. And then at night, the grandmother does crazy things, but then it's explained to them early on, well, she's got dementia, she's got sundowning. And then the kids get used to it. They're like, all right, we lock our door at nine o'clock because she really does these crazy things at night. But then we know all the next day she's going to be normal, but she wasn't normal. She had all these like weird stories and, you know, she started doing these things more and more and more. And that was part of that. Without that scene, I would obviously not assume she was crazy and being like, wow, these kids are in the care of this crazy old lady. 
that's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think it lends consistency mm-hmm. to the to the He needed to do something through. else. Now, I agree. It, it there are a bunch of other things that could have been done instead yeah. of mm-hmm. that. But unfortunately, this is the product we got and therefore I appreciate why it was done. So you think it could have been done better, but so yeah, it was it was something. So so what Laura's saying is that it explains it rationalizes that they were actually crazy two old crazy people. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So basically the opposite of what you're saying. I think it show it actually ties in more to the what what he was trying to show. Whereas you're like, what's the point of this? I just wanted some type of payoff at the end with that small storyline. With, with little fairies who live in the water. No, the the, <laughs> the 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 part I thought was more real was the part where I think the, the grandpa was talking about that he put what do you say, their children? She put their children into suitcases and dropped them in the well. Oh, yeah. And I wanted something at the end to be like, that was true. You know what I mean? Just What if it was true? But, we but don't the, know their backstories. But that's the thing. It needed a payoff. It yeah. needed something at the end to be like, this is justified to be in here. Mm-hmm. To me, whether it was just like, all you need was like one scene at the end with some cops standing there being like, oh, did you hear what she did? You did this. That's all you would need is five seconds of quick scene with a cop. And you would have been like, oh, like that, that part was real. Because mm-hmm. that was the only part I really, I mean, yeah, talking about fairies, you know, it's stupid and not, it's not true. I mean, unless it's Lady in the Water. But, you know, um, <laughs> but just to me, it just, it was missing something with that little storyline part. Yeah. So when you, you know? heard that, you didn't think, oh, this lady's crazy. And by that point in the movie, I yeah, I thought she was crazy, but that that's the part where I'm like, oh, that sounds real. Sounds that sounds real. true. That sounds yeah, true. This, and I yeah. wanted that to be true, like especially later on when you find out what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, I wanted that part because that's clearly be like, oh, that's you know, should yeah. be part of it. Yeah, that that's something I thought was weird with watching the movie. Like, why would why would M Night write those write those scenes to where it sounds like it could be true? But it's not so meaning if it if it's not true then you know that they're crazy but if it is true then you know that they're murderous but since you don't know either one it doesn't lend itself to you understanding what type of people they are especially when you get to the end of the movie you understand they are both crazy and murderous i don't know it, it, it yeah. is weird yeah yeah um one thing i wanted to talk about i mean this is more of like we're going to get into like what we really didn't like about this movie now but I kind of wanted to start, and I'm not even going to start with the wrapping. I'll let, let one of you guys talk about that. I want The talk... wrapping didn't bother me, so I'm not going to oh, talk about that. Oh, come on. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm going to tell you what bothered me. You're doing, the, that. You're doing you're the, the wrapping. No, you said the wrapping didn't bother you. It's a freaking nine-year-old kid. Why would it bother me? Because what nine-year-old kid knows what even Sarah McLaughlin is? Uh, nine-year-olds that All grew right. up in the 90s? Rob, I don't this know. This movie does not take place in the you 90s. explain what that means for people. In part, in part of the rap, the kid what, just references Sarah McLaughlin in this rap, right? Yeah, what, what he says is, throughout the movie, whenever he decides to explain, whenever he wants to yell some kind of profanity, mm-hmm. he decides to instead yell the name of a famous, popular female pop singer. An old, famous, somebody that this nine-year-old has never heard of. Right. So it was clearly, so this is one of, can we go into like why we didn't like the movie? Yes, yeah, that's please. what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, All right. So why we didn't like the movie was because I thought that the movie from start to finish reeked of M Night. In, in terms of, so you do have a problem with M Night. You need to admit it. Nah, it's not. True. Okay, you literally just admitted that. I, you, this is, let me explain. It reeked of M Night. Night. 
<laughs> All right, that was a bad way of opening up my opinion. Yeah. I'm going to dig into that more. What I mean to say is that when you create a movie, you have to convey to the audience that this is something that's unique and that this is you can't watch a movie and think that you're listening to the the writer if it becomes obvious that the writer is talking to you and trying to say something to you it becomes it becomes cheap it feels like you're getting a, a cheap message from them and they're using the movie to say that okay yeah, me and greg had this discussion i think right after we watched the movie where we felt mo all the all the kids dialogue the the boy not i would say not not the not the girl not the daughter or the granddaughter uh, i thought she was pretty probably the best actor person in this movie but the boy oh, he, it just sounded like m night talking as I an mean... older man even his raps weren't referencing anything relevant it was nothing a 9 year old would say it, it just it sounded like like greg said it was clearly not something that this kid would say it was something m night wrote as a you know middle aged man yeah, and then we, when you get a whiff of that, you're like, um, Interesting. I feel like I'm listening to acting rather than... See, this thing, when you have found footage particularly, you want to feel like a fly on the wall. You want to feel like you're watching something. So one, the, the, the cinematography needs to be a little bit shoddy. Not too shoddy, but shoddy enough to think that you're not watching something that's set up, right? Secondly, the actors have to be a little bit more loose. They have to be more realistic and it can't it can't feel so fabricated and unfortunately like every five minutes or so including when the, the little kid started going busting out in these raps it just felt so fabricated not something that like an actual person would say and you think that the, the daughter was probably the best the most you know uh, the best actor in the movie probably but there were elements in there when she started talking about um she was like a a a film genius and I thought that was that was like M Night talking about how the right way to film a movie. She was talking about like prose and angles and, and premise and I thought, you know, no what what nine year old kid talks like that? That's, she well, first of she all was she was older. like fifteen and and also kids at these ages can have hobbies that they're well versed in. That this was is, the this excuse. Like normal. Yeah, that was the excuse. And like okay, I can kinda of buy into that, but then there was a line that in the beginning that I thought okay. that's just you reaching at this point because probably, you're mad probably you're mad. yeah that's the thing is like when you when you watch movie, you can't get too mad otherwise you you see red see yeah. I I guess I just don't know M. Night well enough to know to hear him in these actors like you guys are saying yeah, I know right? I know him pretty well you know you guys are best mm -hmm. friends yeah mm -hmm. can I tell you why mm -hmm. what I really didn't like about this movie Wait, I thought you were going to talk about why you love the rapping you said you liked the rapping so I, I gotta hear this. No, I just said it didn't bother me. That's okay, what I right. said. It, it oh, didn't okay. bother me. Let me let me bring up a couple of experts. Telling skanks, I'm going through puberty. Head dip, and then he goes, "Ho." <laughs> I mean, it's just it's Wait, very let me, uh, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> M Night movie, uh, T Diamond Styles. <laughs> but he looks like Joe Dirt with his cordial mouth. Ah snap! That's a little candy for the ladies. I mean, who? When did people say snap? That was okay. That, I mean, is that nineties or is it early two thousands? Okay, listen, you guys. That's what I'm it's saying. It's true. However, I don't believe that you had these thoughts right when you saw it. I, I did. I, I totally no, did. I did. Yes. I did. Like I said, I rewatched. That's I mean, insane. I don't know it's if Greg not. Greg had this in the theater. I don't know about that. This is why he's a movie. <laughs> You're like. He's no, nine-year-old would say snap. Yeah, he's in the oh, car. Oh, please. He's in the car. The girl reaches for his camera and goes, swerve, girl. Stop, dude. 
Stop, dude. <laughs> I mean, like many kids would say, but it just sounds like a, you know a forty-year-old man trying to put dialogue into kids. Swerve didn't bother me that Doesn't much. Bother you? I, guess I don't know modern. All right, this is getting. But this snap, is giving me. There's clear ones that are like written from an older person. It's crazy. All right. You know. I'm gonna later. Later on, you guys might hear a rap from one of us. No. So we'll see if we <laughs> can do any better. I don't know if we put any snaps or dogs I'm, or whatever. I'm actually going to bring the conversation to a very realistic hole and this is why i didn't like the film or what i didn't like about the film i should say is that okay understandable uh middle-aged woman is estranged from her parent that happens all the time i understand um they reached out and said we want to meet our grandkids i understand sure that could happen now you're telling me she agrees to send her kids there but then doesn't talk to them the whole time no we're all parents if you're willing to get past your differences and send your kids to meet their grandparents you're going to be in contact with them you're going to be like here's their schedules here's something to know about them um can you just give me an update we don't have to be friends we don't have to be family we need to be civil and we need to give each other updates because I'm sending my children to stay with you for a week I, now. And then she also admits that, you know, the parents have been reaching out to her this whole time. That's something she admits at the end of the film. Okay, sure. Um, now, of course, the psychopaths aren't going to be in contact with her, but that should have been a red flag. Would you have taken off on a cruise? No. Now, even if all of that did happen and was real, how did the kids not notice within a day or two their grandparents not mentioning their mom? It's like she didn't exist. This this was so, to me, unrealistic, especially the second time around. I was just like, I, I literally, that's what bothered me the most. It's just none of this would I, have happened. I'm just like flabbergasted right now that like, that that's really what bothered you over like the rapping, which was ridiculous or any other thing in this movie that was ridiculous to me, the two points you're making one, I just thought she was a bad parent right away. I was like, she's a bad parent. Well, then, it didn't bother me at all that she would go on a cruise or not check in right away. I was like, oh, she's a bad parent. Who cares? But that's what I took it. If as. you hated your parents so much and didn't see them for like 20 something years, mm-hmm you would never send your kids there unless you were willing to have some kind of communication with them, even briefly. Unless you just, just wanted... for that. And it could have been like, it's just for this week, check in once a day with me, but I'm sending my kids to you. We have to discuss schedules. We have to discuss travel. All right, well, I mean, that's, this is just that's so... you as a good parent. I took it as she wanted to just go bone some guy on a boat. Oh my God. She was not a good parent. That's what I took it as. She didn't give a shit. So if yeah. you... That's what I took it all as. Right. I didn't care. Let's say one of us has a... Okay, well, we all have kids. Let's say one of our kids all of a sudden turns nine and decides they're going to start rapping. Are you going to be like, this to me is blasphemy? Like, this to me is like, your kid can't just be rapping like this? No, but you better catch up on the modern lingo. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, we're just not going to agree on this. We're I'm not. looking for something that's really meaningful and unrealistic, Look, and you're mad no, no, because... No, no. This kid not only likes to rap at nine years old, but he's using lingo that a forty-year-old man would use. I mean, dude, I I just like, <laughs> Look, I gotta walk away. Let me finish. Okay, okay, so okay, putting aside saying that the rapping was worse than your two points, just on your two points perspective of one, you know, 
the the mother, which I, I said, I just took it as she was a bad parent. Like, that's it. It was a simple thing in the beginning. Okay, she's a bad parent. So that's out of my mind. The second point you made was that the kids wouldn't uh, know sooner. What was it that your kid, the kids wouldn't know sooner what was going on? How did the mom not get brought up at all? Obviously, the grandparents that's wanted a right. relationship. No, but I was brought her up. And the, the, eventually, they, no, and they, look at the response. No, they she, got. they, she, uh, the daughter, right? The do- the daughter kept at trying to ask the grandma and the grandpa, and they kept being like, "Not right now." Was going on. I like it. Two days no, had passed. I, no, I feel like it was pretty quickly in the beginning. No. All right, we're gonna have to watch this movie again. No, nope, right. we're not watching it again. <laughs> I think M Night probably planned for your objections. I kind of agree with what you were saying. The mother was was not a great mother. Yes. I wonder if this is like a female versus male situation here. No, like, he, I don't he, think this is. Catherine Hahn, right? You guys are just like, oh, she was just a bad mom. No, there's no. You guys. Well, that's not it. The other thing is, okay, the kids are. <sighs> first of all, she walked into the she walked into the train, and as they were going, she kind of followed them. She was. You know, mm-hmm. as the train was, the subway was riding away, she kind of had like a look of, she was a little bit forlorn, you know, she's kind of sad. They so that's going. all you have to do? And then... That's not all you have to do. <laughs> but secondly, the, the kids were so adamant about using this visit, the movie name, to, <laughs> no. to, to reconcile the differences <laughs> between the grandparents and their mom. They thought, we're going to create this documentary and we're going to be the ones that repair this relationship. And of course, it was a very uh, sensitive and painful experience for the mom. So she's not going to take the initiative to go in and visit her parents after, what was it, 20 years or whatever she said, or 10 years? Something like that. So, Why as old as the, uh, the daughter? And I, I think the, the premise of the movie is the actual grandparents did reach out to her through the internet, right? Exactly. So <laughs> this is before that they before they were killed, killed by the, these crazy mm-hmm. people. So she's under the... Um, understanding that she's sending her kids into a safe situation and this is going to be you know there are people out there who allow barriers in between their relationships to make, get the best of them and they just don't want to talk to other people and they use other people to bridge that gap and i don't i'm i'm not surprised that a parent might use their children to bridge that gap because kids are always i mean what grandparent hates their kids wow. none so you know, this is what, so if you're the mother, this is probably what you're expecting to happen. The kids go and visit the grandparents, they have a great time. Um, they film this documentary, you know, it satisfies everybody, it satisfies the need to create a movie. But the girl, they, it satisfies the curiosity from the, the grandkids to, feed, to meet their grandparents for the first time in their life, blah, 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 blah. And then maybe in a week from now, a month from now, they get together. They have a an interaction that's not loaded with animosity, that's not loaded with past pain. And it's, it's like the kids have sort of brought that relationship a little bit together. You know, and then maybe she goes on this cruise, this one last cruise with this guy, whatever, she comes back. And then they start to mend that relationship. I think it's a, it's a plausible storyline. And I thought that's what M. Night was trying to pitch, and I was okay with that. Okay. I'm glad I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. I just had to Google, does M. Night have children? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, he must not have children. He does. He has three daughters. So I don't, I have no excuses for him, but I stick to my gut and this just, that to me is not. So he clearly doesn't know what they I know you guys think, oh, that's sure, that's plausible, but I, Mm -hmm. look at either she, they needed to be civil with each other and have some communication during this week or else she would just not have sent them there. Bad parent Mm -hmm. or not. Mm, okay 
We can agree on that. Okay. All right, so, let's get into what everybody wants to talk about, the diaper scene. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to talk for, about it. For the it, No, we need to, though, because for the longest time, we would refer to this movie as a diaper movie. Uh, so I feel like we need to talk about the diaper scene. But see, Highlight you... of the movie for me. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. That one I actually laughed at. Not as like, this is stupid. That was like, oh, it's great. It's funny. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. That was the, the Keep... deal breaker for me. The grand, the grandfather, or the the guy who's impersonating the grandfather is incontinent. He he hides a pile of diapers in the in the shed. Okay, fine, that's creepy. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And at some point, when the kids catch on to their identity and they re, they tell they understand that they're not their grandparents, somehow they corner the kids and the grandpa sticks a diaper in the in the in the face of the of the boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was weird. And I thought that a lot of I saw the movie theater too. People laughed at that, but again, I thought that people thought that was so stupid. Oh man, no, we and all laughed like dumb. Especially because <laughs> it was like it was a twofold thing with the kid. He was like, "Oh, you don't like germs, huh?" Like something that the kid. Oh, the kid was a germaphobe. Exactly, yeah. he was openly a germaphobe, and this man knew that, and therefore, you know. And at that point, it was clear they were like, "Oh, this is it. We're, you know, I think they figured us out, and we're gonna kill these kids." Like that was their intention. So not only was he getting the kid with his shit-filled diaper. But then we also have this background information where we've heard the story about the kid freezing up playing a football game. And so then the kid like freezes. Oh, forgot about that dumb plot point. I mean, but it's just, I thought it was hilarious. I don't know. But it, the funny part about the story is that those five years ago when Greg and I both independently saw this film and then obviously the diaper scene came up because I was thinking, oh, that was really funny. And Greg, as I mentioned, was just irate at this film. And so he, therefore, didn't think it was funny. And then Rob, who didn't see it for those five years and just recently saw it, would that was the way he would bring it up. It was like, oh, Laura, there's a diaper. Ooh, get scared. And so that was kind of the joke. I mean, really, that, mm-hmm. that's how it all started. Yeah, that's how, that's how all this started, this podcast, uh, why we're here today talking. This, this movie really divided these two people. And I loved it. <laughs> and I would, you know, prod them and make them argue with each other. I mean, it's kind of sad that now we're actually here and we're recording. It's We're really pretty low-key. I probably got the most angry. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Laura got angry at each other more than I think you guys got back in, man. But, uh, but you know, that goes back to kind of what we talked about in the first episode. Um, was just talking about the time. You know, when you see a movie, what your life was like, and how time, you know, later in your life that perspectives change exactly you know um so it's interesting so um so i think we're at the end here i don't know if there's too much more we can talk about this movie i mean there's other things we could talk about but i think it's just finally time to kind of reveal our our, our ratings um i'm so excited <laughs> i want to go last so um so you know we're this one we're not going to do a standard one to five rating system uh i thought it'd be something different to kind of do so i really wanted to do kind of a rotten tomato-y you know like or dislike but you can add to it a bit um so we're going to kind of go and play on the diaper a bit and we're going to kind of do a reveal as you know reveal your diaper you know is your diaper clean or is your diaper shit filled 
And if so, how much shit is in there? Mm. You know, or so like how, what percentage of shit? Or what? not really a percentage, but just yeah, you know, what's in there? Were you eating a shit like a lot of chorizo? Oh, and it's a man. really bad diaper. <laughs> Or, you know, or is it, was it squeaky clean and you, you liked this movie and your diaper is good to go, right. you know? So kind of just do it like go, that. Go um, no, I'm going last. Laura wants to go Already last. So do you want me to go first? Sunday? Yeah, do it, please. All right, I'll go first. So definitely, I think, as you guys can tell, I did not like this movie. I thought it was stupid. I thought, you know, all the things that were supposed to be funny, I was more laughing at as like, this is dumb. Um, so definitely... My diaper is really shitty. So it's a really shitty diaper. It's pouring out the sides. <gasps> oh um, my god! You know, it's it's like I you know had some type of parasite and I couldn't control myself. So this was the worst movie you've ever seen. Mm, man, um, that's what I'm hearing, and I don't believe I you. I really didn't like this movie, and I I know, but this but was not the worst. One movie thing for me seen. too that goes into this rating or review, whatever you want to call it, is I like M Night a lot. And so I have a pretty high bar for him. I really like his movies. Think about it. This like is some bullshit. I have to cut all this you're out. You're original. You're original no. thought yeah. was. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. Fuck this. Okay. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's my diaper. It's super bad. It's gross. Um, I really didn't like this movie. So, uh, so Greg, what about you? What's, you? what's your diaper looking like? My diaper is also soiled. It's also bad. One of my biggest pet peeves is when you have a great idea and no pun intended, you shit on it. <laughs> um, you know, there's nothing like raising your expectations and then executing it poorly. I, you know, I, I do want to say that I take some of the blame from being very hostile going into it. We, you know, when you watch a lot of movies, you come in with expectations and oftentimes Take it's, note. it's not fair. Look at his budget. He was only his budget was like four or five million dollars. That's insane for for a movie that that um, brought in almost a hundred million dollars. So I do give him credit for that. So I don't watching it a second time. I'm not as harsh as I as I was the first time, which I, I almost don't know why I was so heated when I watched it with my wife the first time we left the movie. She couldn't even enjoy it because I was huffing and puffing throughout the whole thing i hated the rapping i think your original view is where i'm kind of at now yeah it's really interesting actually yeah so Mm -hmm. maybe the more you watch it the more desensitized you become to the to what i'm the opposite i enjoyed it more the first time and now Mm -hmm. i'm like ugh. now you're coming back to it because i've exchanged diapers yeah i've taken (laughs) your you've taken my old diaper i've taken your new (laughs) one oh my god (laughs) at any rate uh i thought it was uh ultimately um, a failure of what it what it should have been. So, mm-hmm. n- not a good movie, but uh, you know, good idea. So your so your diaper is just kind of like a shitty diaper. You know, dang, I had an accident. I sharded. You know, <laughs> yeah, I think a shard would be a good example of like a mistake. Yeah. You know, like you didn't mean this to happen. You had good intentions. Yeah, good intentions. Good intentions, but it slipped out. Oh, it slipped man. out. Right. It was a shard. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's a great yeah. description. Yeah. Was I? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so now we come to the end here, Laura. Yeah, it's tough because I think I believe that even the first time I saw it, I knew it wasn't like a quality film. So I don't think I would have given it a clean diaper even from the get go. But I really enjoyed the experience of seeing it in the theater for the first time. It was great. Like we laughed a lot. And I don't know, it just it made us feel good, whether it was a good scary movie or not. I I don't know. But watching it a second time and, and really dissecting 
the film and just like all the plot holes and not really being able to watch it a second time knowing the twist. Yeah, my diaper definitely has some uh, poop particles. Mm -hmm. Maybe some... Uh, a little, little... Ma maybe some corn corn mm -hmm. kernels in there mm -hmm. a little bit. A little, just skid, like... little skid mark. Mm -hmm. little skid mark, little yeah. Skid mark. So yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say we mm -hmm. all give it a shit diaper. So I'll give it a shit diaper. All right. Okay. So if you haven't seen The Visit, don't watch it. We already <laughs> told you what's going on and... There's just no. Sorry. <laughs> Greg is dying again. Greg is not allowed to eat as we record anymore. Greg Sharp. Greg Sharp. Yeah, so that, uh, that's it for the show this week. Um, as always, you can let us know what movies or topics you want uh, conjectured for future episodes. So you guys can contact us by email at conjecturingpod at gmail or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at conjecturingpod. Um, so I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg. Yeah, and until next time, remember, horror is subjective, so conjecture away. Peace. Bye. Bye. Once upon a time, from the mind of Ben Shamala, too bad I think kids from the documentary got them on the first used big words, looked at life through a lens. The other had a list, was afraid of the pens. So tell me now, why would mommy send them away? When all they could think of was all the reasons daddy didn't stay. Maybe Nana Papa will give them the love, will give them the love that they crave. What are we watching, y'all? It's the visit. All them dirty diaper jokes, so explicit, but our writer, producer, and director, he's committed to have us forgive the happening ever existed. And footage ain't unique, it's totally overdone, so Manoa shall be pissed up, flashing that as bright as bomb. Pop up it is Duke Duke. But why now they Yahtzee playing sundown and making me wanna cry this rap is whack. And then what's your deal, bro? Got Nana on all fours like a water buffalo. So call it your cousin, cause I ain't getting in that oven. And the only big thing that's about to be a bum. I ain't calling for an Oscar from his imposters. Low indie budget ain't gonna land you no rock stars. But I ain't paying 20 for that popcorn extra photo. To watch you set up bins and then roll it in the gutter. So watch these five guys drop. Where's my real pop pop? Feel my heart skip up when I find it in the chop chop. The kids' football story simply fail to shine. A fourth attempt at catharsis that you borrow from size. My bro, you finally skipped out on your cameo. But your keyboard clicks through the script louder than Tarantino's. Yeah, no more spoilers, it's the end of my flow. Just remember when horror's involved, don't forget your low. Conjecture 2020, to Diamond Stylus, where you at? <laughs>